Welcome into the Outkick the Show State of the Union reaction. All right, 62 minutes long, filled with a lot of lies and a lot of inaccuracies, attempting, big picture, this was Joe Biden's attempt to pivot back to the middle. This was his attempt to be moderate. And I'll explain what I mean by that. But I want to start off right off the top. If you do not have a massive, absolute, furious reaction. For two years, they told you you had to wear masks inside of the Capitol Hill, Congress, House of Representatives, and the Senate. Just in time for the State of the Union, they suddenly totally do away with the mask mandate. I mean, I am talking about Joe Biden walking right out, shaking hands with everybody. Yesterday, Joe Biden wore a mask when he walked across the grounds at the White House, that big black mask that covers half his face. Then today, he walked right into the floor of the House of Representatives, no mask, virtually no one had masks on, and not only was he not wearing a mask, He was shaking hands with everybody all down the aisle. Right from that moment, if you didn't think to yourself, my God, this entire administration is full of complete shit, and I apologize for cursing, but I have to, then you do not have a functional brain. They have tried to argue that they are the party of science, and in the space of one day, Suddenly, not only were masks no longer required, but you could walk down the aisle as a nearly 80-year-old man and shake hands with everybody as you walk down the aisle. Not just not wearing masks, but shaking hands. All right? Uh, Biden started off... By the way, anybody else notice his super squinty eyes? As if he couldn't even open his eyes. You could barely see his eyes. Very weird. It was as if he were addressing while staring into the surface of the sun. He said, freedom will always triumph over tyranny as his open. And he talked about Ukraine and Russia, the battle that is going on there. What he didn't say was anything particularly helpful or newsworthy. He said that we were going to stop flights from Russia potentially go after some of the oligarchs for their ill-gotten gains. But what he didn't say was anything about the major issue that is underway here, which is we are paying hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars uh, a week to uh, to the Russians for oil because Part of the Green New Deal is limiting the amount of oil and gas we create in the United States. So we are taking money that would otherwise be in the United States and that we would be able to take out of the pocket of Russia. And in the name of climate change and the Green New Deal, we have limited the amount of oil and gas production we can do and we have instead given that money to Russia. And this is my big issue with all of the sanctions that are being put in place. How in the world do we sanction, how in the world do we sanction the world 
as it pertains to Russia while simultaneously giving Russia billions of dollars in oil money all the time. It's nonsensical. We are cutting our own legs out from under us when it comes to the sanctions. Of course, he didn't address that at all, okay? He continues to spread the lie that he has created what he said was 6.5 million new jobs. I want to be clear about this. There has been no creation of 6.5 million new jobs. What has actually taken place is some of the people who had to give up their jobs back in March of 2020 when we made the disastrous decision to shut down our economy to no benefit, we still have not regained all those jobs. The percentage of men and women who are working today is lower than it was in March of 2020 in February of 2020. So when you say we've created 6.5 million new jobs, no, 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 no. Most people who have gotten jobs have just gone back to work after not working forever. Let me just say this. I try not to be difficult about misspeaking words. But Joe Biden is reading his entire 62-minute speech off of a teleprompter and he mixed up the word Iranian and Ukrainian. He said effectively that we will never break the will of the Iranian people. That Vladimir Putin will never, and I'm paraphrasing, break the will of the Iranian people. No, no, no. It's the Ukrainian people. That's a pretty big whiff. He's reading directly off the teleprompter and he's not able to tell the difference between the country that we support, Ukraine, and the country that is our biggest foe right now in the entirety of the Middle East, Iran. Took him 30 minutes to get to inflation at all. And then he said his plan to solve inflation was to lower costs but not lower wages. Well, that sounds great in theory, by the way. I love that idea. I love to lower the cost of everything. It's not actually in practice how reality works and you also don't get to lower cost while not lowering wages. Remember, the reality here is we got 7.5% inflation, the highest since all the way back in the early 1980s. It's been 40 years since we've had inflation like this, okay? Build back better is not going to make inflation better. It's going to make inflation worse. And I give Joe Manchin some credit for this because he's accurately pointed out that spending trillions of dollars more by the government, pouring even more money onto uh, the uh, the funeral pyre of American uh, expense from the government is not going to make things better. Pouring gasoline on top of a raging fire doesn't make it burn slower, all right? And right after that, we'll continue the discussion. But first, a momentary break. Um, And so none of this makes sense. He also spent a long time talking about Build Back Better. But the reality is Build Back Better was already shot down by his own party in the Senate. So it's already been rejected. Everything that he's arguing for doesn't make sense there. He said there's going to be a pandemic fraud investigation. I hope he's true. And I hope the first person that gets investigated for pandemic fraud is Dr. Fauci himself, who you will notice virtually has disappeared. You can't find Dr. Fauci anywhere in the media now 
He's in witness protection program all of a sudden as they're eliminating all the COVID restrictions. Biden tried to say we're in a new moment for COVID and that we're now experiencing progress which I guess means the winner of death is not here and that we're no longer going to be blaming uh, everyone who is unvaccinated and saying there's a pandemic of the vaccinated. Remember, we're still in the winter of death. Winter's not over yet. Uh, He says we don't need to let COVID control our lives but we'll never accept living with it which I don't even understand what that means. Uh, He said that soon kids under the age of five are going to be able to get vaxxed. Makes no sense because we know now the Pfizer vaccine doesn't actually work for kids ages five to 11 in terms of preventing them from getting the vax. He also continues to say we're going to have more free tests. Who the world needs a free test now? Uh, And that we're going to combat variants. I don't have a lot of faith in that. He said it's time to get back to work in offices. I agree. Uh, And that our kids need to be in schools. Well, they needed to be in schools over the past two years. He also said, quote, I've bought more pills than anyone in the world has. Is he sure? Because Hunter Biden's bought a lot of pills based on everything that I've seen. Um, uh, He finally said that he wants to fund the police, not to defund the police. Well, that's ironic because Democrats spent the last two years arguing that they needed to defund the police. So now Joe Biden is attempting to say that he wants to fund the police. So he's rejecting one of the cardinal arguments of the past couple of years. Now that's fair because I've said defund the police is the single dumbest argument maybe in modern American political history. So that's fine. But in order to flip the script there, you have to acknowledge that all the Democrats who scream defund the police in the wake of George Floyd were wrong because the murder rate skyrocketed. He then ran through a lot of arguments, said he's in favor of election integrity, but didn't make the same kind of arguments as aggressively as he has in the past. And by the way, Democrats in his own party have shot down election integrity. Uh, He gave a nod to Justice Breyer and his new uh, uh, appointment as the new uh, Supreme Court Justice, uh, Katani Brown-Jackson, I think. uh, Gave a long litany of one-liners, said that social media was a problem and gave a random shout to Frances Hagen, I think, the the Facebook girl. Uh, Said we've got to secure the border. Hasn't talked at all about how to secure the border. Said he wants to end cancer. Uh, I applaud the idea of ending cancer. And then tried to end in a stir by saying we will save democracy. This is the 245th year. The state of the union is strong because you, the American people, are strong. Uh, The state of our union is not strong and the state of our union is not strong because Joe Biden is our president. I don't think there's very many people out there who believe that after one full year plus of Joe Biden in office things are in any way better. Here's what he didn't address in any kind of substantive way. The fact that we are setting all-time murder records in many different cities. In really substantive ways we're not doing anything about the border. He didn't mention Afghanistan really at all. Like I said, he talked about Ukraine. His plan to solve inflation is virtually non-existent. I mean, I know that the State of the Union is mostly theater, right? It's political theater. It's staged props. But even with that as the guidepost, I didn't see almost anything that Joe Biden told us that is actually possible to make happen. His Build Back Better plan is dead. 
his COVID plans, by and large, appear to be, let's just pretend COVID is no longer here. Election integrity, nothing is changing there. We are eight months from the midterms, and Biden is going to lose the House and probably the Senate as well. And I didn't hear anything in this speech, even though he was clearly trying to pivot towards the middle of the country. He tried not to be as much of, a, uh, of, of someone who was trying to disunite us, even though um, he has said COVID isn't a partisan issue. Well, he spent his entire first year making COVID a partisan issue. When you try to mandate vaccines, that's making COVID a partisan issue. When you tell people that they are fired if they do not get the COVID shot, that is making COVID a partisan issue. When you suddenly end mask requirements just in time for your State of the Union address, that is making COVID a political issue. I agree. If we just look at the data and we just look at the science, kids shouldn't have been in masks. Kids should have never been in school. We need an apology for ever shutting down. And you need to fire Dr. Fauci. Uh, All of this to say, I don't see anything from this speech that is going to change the trajectory of Biden's status. I believe people have made their opinions known about the status of Joe Biden and what they think of him for good or ill. The number of people that truly believe Joe Biden is a good president is rapidly dwindling down to around a third of Americans, okay? Independents overwhelmingly rejecting him, 20% approval rating according to the most recent poll, 37% approval rating in the most recent Washington Post poll, and we all know that polls historically have been biased in favor, in favor of Democrats. When you're talking about 35 and 37% approval rates, that's an unbelievably low number. I don't see anything that is changing that trajectory. And again, to me, this midterm is going to be about the lies that were told from COVID uh, that are about 7.5% inflation, which is not going anywhere. It's going to be about the border being a sieve. It's going to be about murder rates off the charts in many different American cities, failures in Afghanistan, failures in Ukraine. I didn't hear or see anything in this 62-minute speech that changes anything in terms of the trajectory of the country. I love all of you. Appreciate you. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. I'll be tomorrow breaking down all of this in greater detail with Buck Sexton on the Clay and Buck show. I appreciate you guys giving me the time. I hope you're having fantastic Tuesday nights and I am ready to roll and uh, get ready for March Madness. Let's be honest. Can't wait. Be out in Vegas for it. This has been a special State of the Union Outkick the show.